Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Full Press Packers Pod, part of Full Press Coverage. My name is Kyle Senra, and joining me is my co-host, Jesse Hall. How you doing, Jesse? Hey, uh, it's almost March and it's 80 degrees. Um, I'm doing great, no complaints. Yeah, and uh, you know, as March approaches, so does the rest of the, well, first off, the league year rolling over, things like franchise tags, free agency, of course, the draft later on. Uh, that's all coming up, but uh, the first step for any team is to decide what they're doing at coaching. Now, obviously, if you're keeping your head coach like the Packers did with Matt Lafleur, you just kind of move on and do that. And if you, and if, you know, if you retain all the coordinators, even Joe Barry for whatever reason, uh, <laughs> then you just yeah, you're you're set. You got your coordinators in place and stuff. But uh, yeah, there's some teams that had to you know completely start from scratch, like right down to new GM, new head coach, everything. So uh, yeah, there's a quite a, a I mean, not as many coaching changes this year. As there was last year, I think I can't remember Jesse. Wasn't there like seven, eight, maybe nine coaching changes last year or two years ago? So yeah, there was a massive year one year. Yeah, last year, yeah, I think it was like a quarter of the league almost. So yeah, I think close to eight or nine. So a little less action this year, but still some changeover. Yeah, almost half that. Uh, five new head coaches this year. So five teams did decide to completely, uh, you know, move on from their their respective teams or their their respective uh, again teams in terms of uh, leadership teams coaches and sometimes general managers uh i i guess the panthers that was i think i believe well i guess they were the first team to fire their head coach that happened i guess that happened in october um and uh so so they were they were also pretty early on hiring and uh among other teams that got rid of head coaches denver did it during the season and then 
the Texans, the Cardinals and the Colts. Well, actually, the Colts did it pretty early, too. I, sh- I should say that. So it's funny that the Panthers and the Colts were the first two to get rid of the, the head coach. But uh, you have the common connection there. And uh, so the, the Colts midseason almost didn't even feel like midseason, like th- a, a third season uh, fired Frank Reich and replaced him with Jeff Saturday. I'm pretty sure he won one game. And it was against last year's uh, coach that you that you and I, especially me, were dogging Jesse Josh McDaniel. So I found that funny that uh, that was his only win against the coach we thought was bad. But I, I I'll give Josh McDaniel's present. He wasn't wasn't the worst head coaching hire. <laughs> Hence why Denver oh, right. also fired their coach. But yeah, the the uh, the Carolina Panthers getting Frank Reich. So we can start there. We'll we'll, we'll name the other uh, four new head coaches soon. But yeah, just that idea of you know the Colts moving on from him and then. The Panthers also moved on their coach uh, midseason, but then waited till this hiring cycle. And Frank Wright is the guy for the Panthers. You could say he's the right guy. I mean, I said that. I, I don't know if anyone else will say that so enthusiastically. But uh, Jesse, you can give us your enthusiastic or or not uh, um, a, opinion of Frank Wright with the Panthers. Well, I, I think it's listen. You know, it, you get fired, so you weren't doing something right, and then you you know get first hire for another team that's kind of struggling and fired their coach early too, but uh, totally different than Matt rule. Here's a guy that first of all, has had success in the NFL. So it's not a big swing like they did when they went with Matt rule, who, you know, had no NFL coaching experience. Uh, but, hang on, Jesse. Um, One season he had in 2012, he was an assistant offensive line coach. Don't forget uh, that with Frank Wright or sorry, Matt rule. <laughs> wrong name. Uh, I, sorry, I, I love flipping on Matt rule and, and that, but yeah, sorry for interrupting. <laughs> No, you're fine. No, good interruption. I, I did not know that, but um, great drop in there. That's awesome. But um, yeah, so with Frank, right, though, I mean, I, I think he he commands respect, respect, you know, he he's, I think he's more of like, you know, X's and O's and not, not you know, flashy, like Matt Rule tried to come in with basically like more of a college style. Um, so I think it's a, it's a good move, but I think Carolina, until Carolina gets a quarterback, I don't know where, what the success is going to be. So they're really in the hunt for a quarterback, but um, I, I respect him as a coach. You know, like I said, he's had success and for whatever reasons in Indy, it just didn't work. Obviously uh quarterback was a main problem there, but um, yeah, uh, not a bad move. Well, I mean, I, I like it. And I, I, I will say there isn't a uh, Josh McDaniel, certainly no urban Meyer head coach, this cycle that I, I massively disagree with. Uh, I think that the main thing was not only has he actually coached in the NFL before, and I think that was the main flaw was just Matt rule. I think should have taken the step of offensive coordinator in the NFL and learn what it's like to coach in the NFL without being the guy in charge. Cause that seems like that kind of lost control quickly. And he didn't know how to gain control really. Uh, Frank, oh, right. Not only has he coached in the NFL, he's been a head coach in the NFL before. And the main flaw with the Colts was, the lack of quarterback, frankly. I mean, they've been chasing ever since Andrew Luck retired. Um, basically, the Panthers have been chasing ever since Cam Newton started getting really hurt, but mostly since they they got rid of him, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. So, and uh, you know, as a, as a you know, sometimes I like to throw in the CFL Hamilton Tiger Cat stuff. They they kind of did Dane Evans a little dirty quarterback wise. Like they held him 
till after free agency. They didn't have any guarantees on his contract, so they could. And uh, actually, they didn't even release him. They just they just traded him. Somehow the BC Lions got suckered into paying a, a conditional fourth round pick in 2024, which doesn't really mean much, but something for Dane Evans on like a, you know, pr- pretty expensive for what's probably going to be a backup quarterback. So that was funny, but it reminded me of what the Panthers did to Cam Newton back in the day, where they waited till they signed Teddy Bridgewater until they cut Cam. I think part of it was the lack of guarantees going into that season uh and nothing in the in the contract kicked in until like training camp or, or like post june 1st you'll see sometimes with contracts where the, the money kicks in then like for instance a good example was Derek carr he was owed a ton of money by the the raiders if he was still on roster after the super bowl and i think the day before the super bowl they cut him or something because they couldn't get the trade partner to go or that sounded like he didn't want the trade Part of it thinks he might he thinks he can get a better contract than what it, it currently is. So why why get the trade on this contract? I just want to I'll just negotiate the new one. But however that went, I don't know. Just it seems like the Panthers kind of did that to Cam, and they've almost been bad luck at quarterback. But is it bad voodoo for for kind of how they treated that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, and so I think I, I the one thing is I think Frank Reich brings a positive energy. Like he seems like he's a a a coach that the players like to play for it. He's not going to, you know, I won't say Matt rule was to a Matt Patricia extent, for instance, in terms of belittling players in meetings and things like that. But like, it sounds like he wasn't the most player friendly guy. And, and again, the lack of rapport with NFL players really at all uh, probably spe- speaks volumes there. So at the very least, I think it, it's, this is now a franchise that maybe has, okay, this is a coach I want to play for. Uh, whereas before, and that might help more, in attracting free agents. Cause I think the big flaw with the Panthers, they don't have a quarterback right now, which unfortunately that's been Frank Reich's biggest flaw of why he hasn't won so many games. So does the idea of Frank Reich and him as a coach and him as a person players want to go to, is that going to help attract a free agent quarterback? Heck maybe it's Derek Carr since we just talked about him. Right. But like that, that sort of level of average to kind of replacement level quarterback that, you know, unless, uh, I, I mean, we, we've, uh, we talked about the possible Aaron Rodgers destination, right, Jesse, and the tax of the NFC. If if the Falcons or Panthers, for instance, want to trade for Rodgers in conference, they probably pay. They have to pay a little bit more than the AFC teams. Uh, so maybe they they're the teams that go after Lamar Jackson as the, the top trade target. But if he's not available, how do they go? But uh, I think I think it's a good hire. But in terms of, I mean, this division seems like it's wide open, so they could win it even with maybe mediocre quarterback play. But if you if they get a solid quarterback. With a, a a coach in Frank Reich, it seems like it's a case a bit more stability to this organization. I think they could win the division this year. Heck, I mean, is Sam like let's say Sam Darnold goes back there? I think they got a shot. I think I'd like to see how Sam Darnold could develop with Frank Reich. I don't think that that's a combo that's ever worked together. And he looked he looked better last year than he really ever had. That that stretch where he started at the end of the season, it looked like the the downside of his game where he just completely would lose control throw a ton of interceptions like you know too you know too much pressure not knowing what to do or lack of pressure not knowing what to do sometimes and and rushing things i felt like that went away and he was just kind of a his his floor went up of his solid quarterbacking play and so maybe frank reich makes that work with him but i think the the coaching is nice it's good to get but i think the biggest question mark for the panthers is still quarterback right and you bring in a guy like frank reich where it's you know, it's not going to be like Matt Rule. Okay, second season, uh, fired halfway through. They're gonna if they don't get one of their guys free agency. I think they're fine with drafting a quarterback. You're going to see four quarterbacks potentially that can go in the top ten. If their guy's there, they're going to get him. Frank Wright had great success with Car- Carson Wentz working with him. 
Um, so, uh, you know, before Wentz just went all apart, you know, but that's a whole other story. But Breaking news, think, Carson Wentz was cut again today. Actually, I don't think he's ever been yeah. cut by teams. They, somehow teams have been trading for him the last two years. But yeah, he actually has been released from that contract that uh, that was signed yeah. like two teams ago <laughs> by, uh, by the Washington Commanders this time. And, you know, and, and Reich tried to bring him to Indianapolis to try to get something out of him, and that didn't work. But to that point, if they get a young quarterback that they have to bring on a little slowly, I think they have the right guy in position to grow that guy if he's there. Now, like you said, if they get a shot at Lamar Jackson, that all changes. But again, you have a, a pretty good coach to work with a talent like that. So it's a good move. The ultimate irony there is that the Colts might actually like they're they're earlier in the draft. They're probably in an even better position to take a, a young quarterback. I think we talked about that as maybe a, a dark horse, but very unlikely candidate to trade for Aaron Rodgers uh, is that they may want to just they have identified a, a young guy they're going to build around finally after, you know, five. Failing. What is it? What um, the Colts have had a different week one starter and it'll be again this year. I think it's since 2016. Yeah, it's something crazy like that. It's insane. So, and I mean, like a couple of those years are Luck, 2016, Scott Tolzien or whoever, because Luck was hurt, 2017, and then Luck came back, 2018. But then from there, it's been, you know, it's four straight quarterbacks since then. So uh, it's funny that they will no longer have Frank Reich, though, to, to groom that young quarterback, which is what the Colts probably needed. So I don't know if that... Uh, and I mean, maybe that's the best mark for the, the Panthers is that the Colts probably shouldn't have fired Frank Reich to be honest, like, I don't know that, I don't know. I don't know if they got necessarily any better. We'll get to their, their hiring, but certainly I don't think last year in the, in the interim, they got any better at all. In fact, maybe that was the plan all along to, to, you know, solidify the chance at a quarterback, but um, yeah, it just seems like it seemed like a mistake to fire him, which should in theory, make it a really good decision to hire him. So I, I say kudos to the Panthers might be arguably the best ho- coaching hire of the cycle. Yeah, it's up there. Um, as far, yeah, with with pedigree, yeah, I, I think he's up there. There's one guy I really like, but unfortunately he went to a bad spot. But uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, I guess speaking of the, I I don't even want to say it, it's necessarily the best hire, although it might be. I I think I, you think I think I might actually lean here if I were to guess. I'd say Reich would probably be second, just because of the experience and what I think he can do specifically with the quarterback, but. Talk about experience, what you can do with a quarterback. You know me as a Drew Brees hater. So, like in my mind, Sean Payton made Drew Brees a Hall of Fame quarterback. I, I don't, I don't think if he's not in New Orleans, I don't know. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Like he is kind of locked in and even like even a Super Bowl champion at all. Uh, Sean Payton going to Denver. Everyone thought Rodgers would be Denver last year. Nope, they got Russell Wilson, and boy, they, they were really disappointed there. And as bad of a season as Rodgers had, I'm sure Denver would have killed to have Aaron Rodgers last year. Um, now, let no questions here at quarterback. It is Russell Wilson again. They kind of not only traded, but committed to him long-term with the contract. So Sean Payton to the Broncos. This would certainly seem like the most sought after in terms of there was lots of offers being made. And I don't know. It just, it seemed, I mean, first off, the Broncos had to trade for his right. So they actually had to give up a pick to get him. So uh, it certainly cost the most. I, I believe he, I, I, know, I don't know the other coaches' contracts, but I believe Sean Payton's, May not be as long term as other other coaches, but I think in the yearly salary is the highest. But certainly the the cost of trading a pick for him is is the greatest. But clearly the Broncos thought he was the guy. So Jesse, you were alluding to a not so great situation. I guess I I, mean, I don't know. I guess it depends what you think of Russell Wilson. If you if you believe that applies to this team, 
Yeah, I don't. Um, so, this just screams desperation. The Broncos are a dumpster fire. Uh, they went all in with Russell Wilson, got rid of the whole staff when the defense was actually good last year. Um, so I get the offensive move, but giving up a first-round pick, listen, I don't care if you paid them $10 million, $100 million, that, that's chump change to these owners. But giving up a first-round pick when you – I don't know. Um, Sean Payton, is he better than Mike McCarthy? Uh, I can make that argument that really, not really. Um, he's an offensive guru, ch- stat chaser. I'll give him all that. I don't I don't know. This one, I wouldn't have done this move. I, I kind of think he's overrated. Uh, can, can he run an offense? Heck yeah, definitely. But giving up a first-round pick on a team that's already chasing a tough division, now you got your coach. He better get something out of Russell Wilson or it, they're going to run him out of town. Um, I don't know. Uh, again, desperation move, but I guess they had to be desperate because going all in on Wilson last year, put him in a position where if you don't get something out of that, yeah, yeah it, it's going to be gloom and doom for a long time. I don't know, Jesse. I might push, push back on that criticism a little bit, or at least the comparison to McCarthy, because I, I kind of think. Yeah, Sean... wins. <laughs> Look at Super Bowls and playoffs. True. Um, I guess I just, I guess I view Sean Payton as closer to Sean McVay than I do to Mike McCarthy. Uh, the offensive innovation. I mean, I don't know. That's one I where it, I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard this conversation a lot. How many more Super Bowls would Aaron Rodgers have if he had Bill Belichick as a head coach? To be fair, probably uh, more than one. Oh yeah. But Sean, Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy is not even close to that that level and but fa- i i kind of think he probably has more than one super bowl if sean payton is his head coach i don't know how come the uh, the saints you know had a lot of missed uh playoff years in there too where the packers were always going to the playoff i don't know because drew Brees is not nearly as good you see i think drew Brees is further from aaron Rodgers than mccarthy oh. is. uh <laughs> I'm, yeah, not a I'm, gonna, I'm sticking either. with that breeze is further yeah. from rogers than mccarthy is from sean payton which gives you credit to this conversation here because i think breeze is not really that good but um no, I, yeah, well, uh, so i think that's the main culprit if if because i i mean undoubtedly i'm saying sean payton would have more super bowls too if he had aaron Rodgers as his quarterback I, whereas very, i think you can't i don't good. know that you're necessarily saying that with belichick like doesn't dude like dude's got like eight Super Bowl rings or seven Super Bowl rings I think wait six yeah, eight he's yeah. got eight two is DC fair as a defensive coordinator but yeah I don't think he's got more than eight rings if suddenly Rodgers is the quarterback and not Brady but like Sean Payton I don't know I just I, I guess you see it's debatable <laughs> to be fair yeah. I think he like the Matt Lafleur Sean Payton comparison I think just because because Matt Lafleur does a lot of what. I really like with Peyton the way his route combinations are run designs guys to get open, but it's also the idea that each play kind of can be cr- creatively lead to a, a, another play. And that's what I think those kind of two elements really lack from the McCarthy offense. One of the two of the things we really liked about LaFleur offense. And because I've personally celebrated that a lot, I feel like I've got to kind of continue to do so. And because I view Sean Payton that way, I, I think it's good for the Broncos. Now it might be the best head coaching hire, but still not re- yield the results just because of how, like if Russell Wilson really is like, I used to think Russell Wilson was way better than Drew Brees. Now, now maybe not. <laughs> so now it's this, this is a funny, interesting uh, comparison. Like what, what can Sean Payton do? He made Drew Brees that amazing. He, I mean, surely he can fix Russell Wilson. Right. We'll and, so, and, and this is a big year too. Cause to your point about being innovative, he was now being away for a little bit. 
working with someone new, which I honestly think, you know, to your point, Russell Wilson might be closer to Drew Brees than what a lot of people thought. We'll see. It, I think there's weapons on that on that Broncos team. It's just how you're going to use them, and the NFL is always changing. Not saying he's been away from it long, so it'll be very interesting. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, not. I think they gave up a lot. When you give up a first round pick on a team that's already desperate, they, I, I don't like it. But we'll see. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I believe the longest term contract that any of these head coaches has signed of these new hirings was D'Amico Ryans, who signed with the Houston Texans, I believe a six year contract. Um, now, D'Amico Ryans is black. And I think part of that is you know, this is the third minority coach in a row that the Texans have hired three years in a row. So they've, you know, both um, David Culley and Lovey Smith have been one and done in their tenures with the Houston Texans. And, I think D'Amico Ryan's kind of wanted to have some insurance against that. Okay. If you're, if you're really going to pull that, you're going to pay me a lot of money for a long time. So smart on him. It seems like he may have arguably been the most sought after. And especially for teams like to your point, Jesse, that weren't desperate enough or really wanted to pay a first round pick to get a head coach. It seems like D'Amico Ryan's former 49ers defensive coordinator Took over for Robert Salah, who was also hired a couple of years ago as a head coach. That's kind of a pipeline there, but uh, it seems like he was one of the most sought after guys and, and the Texans landed him. So what did you think of this hiring? This is to be guy. fair, Jesse, I thought this is what you were talking about. Like, love the hire, but awful situation, because unfortunately, the Texans have been awful for years. And, and this is my guy. This is uh, unfortunately, yeah, you know, tough situation. Hopefully he can turn that organization around a little bit. Hopefully they give him the keys to do it. But uh, this is the dude. You you want to bring in someone that the players love, the players will go through a wall for. He's got the pedigree of playing a tough, hard-nosed defense, getting the most out of all levels of the defense. Um, yeah, there's some studs in San Francisco, but uh, he elevated the play out of that secondary that wasn't full of studs. Um, just he that six years, he's going to need time. Uh, even if the defense plays good, they, there's a lot of holes. There's it's not even holes. It's, it's burning in Houston. Let's be honest. But if you're going to give somebody a chance and somebody that you might trust to at least turn it around a little bit, this is your guy. Um, I love this hire. <laughs> um, I, I wish him all but the best. Cause I, I think he's got all the talent and skill in the world. Heck of a football player. And looks like he might even be a better coach. Yeah. And I believe he you know, used to play for the Texans. And I think it seems like they've got talent on this defense. So it's, in theory, he should be able to maximize that to make this maybe not an elite defense, but certainly an above average defense in the NFL. And I think like we were talking earlier about the Colts and we'll get to the Colts in a second here, but it looks like the Texans are fully committed to taking a quarterback right now with the second overall pick. They also have a, another pick, I believe in the top 15. Uh, so they've got some ammunition and they'll be equipping D'Amico Ryans with uh, a young franchise quarterback. Will that quarterback be any good? We shall see, but uh you know, depending on what the Bears do with the first overall pick, maybe 102 right. gives the Texans the first shot at quarterback of this class, which looks like there's 
potentially four first round quarterbacks. Now we said that last year and only one of them ended up going in the first round, but it does this seem year. like there's a little bit more certainty with this class, a little bit more pedigree and experience. Uh, but yes, uh, the Colts also in that same situation for that pick. And they were one of the teams, as we mentioned earlier, firing Frank Reich. Uh, they uh, hired Shane Steichen. And just want to talk about the Cardinals real quick too, because the Eagles lost both coordinators. Offensive coordinator Shane Steichen from the Eagles last year, coming so close to winning the Super Bowl, he goes to the Colts. And then their defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, goes to the Cardinals. I would say between the two, it seemed like the Eagles offense performed amazingly. Obviously, you had a great quarterback there. But it seems like that was maybe the the unit that overperformed. So does that make the Colts hire the better one of Steichen relative to Gannon with the Cardinals? What, what did you think? You could talk about each team individually or, or both at the same time. What do you think, Jesse? I think both are good moves. Um, so one with Indianapolis, listen, Steichen did a great – yeah, Philly runs a system that we really haven't seen or maybe glimpses of, but their whole system, and it worked. So they're bringing in a pretty innovative guy. Again, they're going to need their piece at quarterback, but I think the running game's there. They have a little – an O-line when healthy, that's good, but again, when healthy – but I think they're going to, he's going to try to do what he did in Philly in Indianapolis. And until people start stopping it, it, it it's going to work, right? So I like the move. Um, it's smart. Again, you're going to get a young quarterback. Look what he did there with a young quarterback and got the most out of it and turned him into you and me, I think, agree, top three, top four in the league. So they want to see him work as magic because I think they're all in on a quarterback, especially early in the draft. Does um, that encourage them to go with a rushing quarterback? Like it looks like Anthony Richardson is that kind of, and maybe so. he's not so much the power runner in the mold of a Jalen Hurts or a Cam Newton, and maybe he's more the speed rusher of a Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson. Um, I think so. Got a huge arm, so that fits right what they want to do. <laughs> I do think though, like it, he was offensive coordinator for the Chargers, I believe, for a couple of years, unless I'm mistaken. I, yeah, I think so. Um, and. And I believe in those years, like they were a really good passing offense, but they also had the quarterbacks and the personnel to do that. So it seems like he'll adjust and adapt how he wants to primarily run the offense based on the personnel, which to the Colts right now would speak of run heavy offense, especially with a young quarterback. You want to kind of protect that, which you've got Jonathan Taylor might be arguably the most talented player on your team. So it does seem in a sense, like let's lean on that. Now, I guess the the fear for Taylor and maybe the good thing for Taylor is it all seems like they'll, they'll be, last year willing to you know sub in miles sanders and, and it really did what did seem like a three-way committee at running back um so the colts have sort of done that in the past last couple of years it really has favored jonathan taylor so we'll see what they really do they address the running back position to be able to do that because i love Deion jackson but feels like Deion jackson won't be taking jonathan taylor off the fields too much because as much as i love Deion jackson i think i love jonathan taylor a little more uh, I do not love this hire by the Cardinals, however. And sorry to interrupt if you had any other Colts thoughts. We'll we'll backtrack. We'll do a, a, a U-turn, so to speak, a, a, a horseshoe shape. Bad joke there about the Colts. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> did you want to move on to the Cardinals? Yeah, go ahead. No, keep, keep going forward. One thing I'll say, and I think I may have talked about this in the Super Bowl reaction, so uh, you know, stop me if I, I start to ramble repetitively here, Jesse, but I found it strange that you know, Eric Bieniemy, who uh, actually left the Chiefs, so both Super Bowl teams lost their OCs, but kind of almost a, a parallel role to, with the Commanders, although he was given the title of assistant head coach there. Um, does seem strange that Bieniemy wasn't the choice there. 
uh, even though his offense was able to kind of exploit Jonathan Gannon's defense that we talked about last time, the, the red zone plays and we talked about flaws in defense, but it does seems like it was something that should have been worked on and Gannon didn't give his team answers for that. And then that does kind of worry me is how is he going to give this Cardinals defense answers? Maybe he learned from that, but it does, does seem strange that Gannon was the higher over B enemy. Maybe the enemy didn't want the job either. So we don't know, uh, how that maybe he doesn't want to be with the Cardinals, but what did you think of the Jonathan Gannon hire? Um, well, first of all, yeah. I, would you want to be with the Cardinals right now? Cause I, I don't know which what direction they're going to go. So that might've been it, but um, to be so honest, to Jesse, point- I, I, if I was a qualified head coach, I think I can work with Kyler Murray. I, I do wonder how much of Kyler Murray's immaturity is due to frankly, a fairly immature head coach. We talk about Matt rule, not having experience. I want to see yeah. Kyler Murray with a, a veteran NFL coach. I mean, here's a first time head coach. I don't love that either with this, but at least he's had experience coaching in the NFL, but I, I didn't love the hire for that. I, this was the team I think needed to hire Frank Reich, if I'll be honest. And maybe again, Frank Reich didn't want that, that instead he'll, he'll try and, which is strange because I would much rather at least be tied to Kyler Murray, even though, you know, the, the recovering from the torn ACL, um, especially if I can get a long-term multi-year kind of commitment, I'd rather be tied to that than the car, the Panthers who, okay, maybe they trade for Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers, but if they don't, they're probably not getting a quarterback as good as Kyler Murray. Certainly not with the upside. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I Especially with the new GM there, like this is kind of a new slate. If there's still Steve Kime at GM. Uh, okay, sure. Cause yeah, <laughs> that guy's not very good. And he's already fired several head coaches, even though he kind of get to retain the job. I don't know. You you see you you seem so you, you're kind of anti Kyler Murray here. You you think that he is the problem? No, not 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 necessarily. I think the whole problem uh, we've talked about it a few times is that the Cardinals are soft. I mean, when when you think of, I, I've been saying that for two years, that team is soft. The mentality, nobody scares them. Their defense is soft. It's soft. They're soft. They need someone to come in to change that culture. Um, and that's uh, Kyler Murray. That, I think he's okay. I, I don't think he's the problem. Not, not at all. I, I just think the team as a whole, because, hey, they always, hey, let's win early. They win seven games to start the season and just fall apart. One bad thing happens and everything crumbles. Um, do I think, you know, Jonathan Gannon's the guy that, that can do that? I don't know. But I think coming from Philly, from a team that doesn't blitz often, a lot, but they play tough, hard-nosed defense, you know, I, I think they're going to try to establish something with that. Because I do think they trust the offense, but it's it's a defensive problem. They just don't have the mentality, and change needed to happen. So that's the only thing I can justify. Um, it's funny because to your you, point. Sorry, Jesse, but what you just said just transitions really well to the last idea I wanted to have on the show. Uh, defense kind of being the problem for the Minnesota Vikings. It seemed like that was the case last year, and it's been kind of the case the last couple of years. They've had an excellent offense. They've probably had the best quarterbacking play that they've gotten in the last like two decades with Kirk Cousins. And so their just defense has been probably the worst it's been in two decades. So uh, I think this hire might be one of the best coordinator hires. They got Brian Flores and hired him as their defensive coordinator. Honestly, he sh- probably should be a head coach. Uh, again, maybe he didn't want the Cardinals job either because he did interview for it. Uh, but it does seem like uh, I think it's a good move for the Vikings. And if their offense can maintain where it was last year and, and Rodgers leaves and Kirk Cousins really is the best quarterback in the division until... Justin Fields arrives. We'll see about that. Maybe, unless the Bears trade him. Uh, but assuming all that kind of stays in place, like I don't see any reason the Vikings don't win the division again. And that sucks. So let's, I can end there. But that's uh, any thoughts you want to share about Florida before we head out? Uh, 
I don't know. I, I think there's some player personnel problems there too. So do I think he's a good hire? Heck yeah. I think Ember would have been great. I would take either one. Trust me. But um, no further notice the Vikings don't suck. Up. Yeah, and we can uh, well, we, well, and yeah, you can say that the Vikings suck, and you can say your other chant right before we head out. Absolutely. Follow us uh, on Twitter at fpc underscore Packers. We'll talk to you next time. Full Press Packers Pod. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.